Welcome, with lovely people, to another episode of Insights of a Young Kader. I'm your host, Ruben Lebeno, and uh, we're going to be talking about a really, really interesting topic today. And I hope you really do enjoy it. And uh, just a couple of things. I uh, hope you're keeping well and you're keeping safe and you're obeying all the lockdown rules. And I hope this hope like you, your loved ones have been keeping safe and you know you are in a, an okay space you know I understand people are going through whole sets of emotions and people are going through a lot of things that are you know they, they never anticipated you know, that will happen in, in this year and really it gives me like confidence because this is not the first pandemic that this world has gone through and we're still here probably like when the Spanish flu was a thing People thought that the world was ending, but we're here and we're very resilient as a as a species. And I think we will overcome this and we will come out stronger. Yeah, look, um, this is another episode and I'm really geared for this one. And I'm really, really hoping that uh, I will engage with you and you'll engage with me and you'll hear me out and I'll hear you out. Always remember that obviously this is a, a platform to have conversation and don't take everything at heart if you have to take it with a pinch of salt probably do but engage me on that so that i can basically understand where you're coming from but other than that all this is like an all loving space for different views and i'm really really interested in hearing what you guys have to say it's been a long time coming i hope that i can spoil you with this episode and i hope that you can stick around with me so without further ado, let's get right into it. I really want to talk about a really important topic today. I've been trying to like make sense of it for like, pe- like the past two weeks, trying to put it on paper, trying to you know sort out how I'm going to talk about it because it's just such a tough thing to articulate, especially because it's like a, a sort of non-conformist type of conversation i'm trying to have and as usual you know um anything i talk about on this podcast is i'm as open for discussion and i'm really really keen to hear what your insights are you know as young insightful caters yourselves so the crux of the conversation today is something that i found lacks a lot of truthfulness to it and people advocate for like advocate for it a lot and in a competitive world where people are trying to be the best version that they can be of themselves, it's, it's a misleading mantra to just follow without due consideration of what the implications of following such a narrative are. You know, I don't want to make it a complex discussion, but I'll try like, you know, narrow it and I'll try to get to my point like as quick as possible. So I'm just going to give you the point I'm trying to make in in this podcast, we're going to take it from there, right? So I have, a, I have a big issue with this. It's not a big issue, but it's just like I, I fail to understand its value going forward for somebody who's trying to improve themselves as a human being. And you know how people are always talking about 
how they are competing with themselves and how competition is bad or competing with other people is bad or all those kind of stuff. I understand the premise of it being bad because no, I think for me, fundamentally, nobody likes losing. And that's why people don't want to compete with other people. But also, like, so I counteract the same, like, idea. It's that the same people who say they don't like competition are the same people who enjoy sports. And I feel like sports and the competitive nature of sports is something that basically brings that sense of winning to their lives. Let me, let me put it like this. People watch sports, especially competitive sports. I don't know if there's any other sports. Because of the competitive nature of the sport. I love Manchester United because Manchester United, when I, well, well days gone by, was a very competitive team with a competitive manager. They wanted to win every single thing. And I loved that because everybody likes a winner, right? Then... Man United is going through a slump. And what I'm trying to get to is that Man United going through a slump, basically, we turned out to be losers. In the literal definition of competitive sports, we have not won anything, like in terms of the Premier League. Um, you know, we can talk about Arsenal. We've won a couple of trophies, but it's not as competitive as like United was when they were under, say, Alex Ferguson. So... I don't like the fact that United is not competing at the top. Nobody likes that. No United fan can ever tell you that, oh my God, I like competing with like mid-table teams. No, we want to be winners, right? So, and that's why I'm saying people want to create this facade, in my opinion, that all is well and they don't want to compete in life and, you know, they're competing with themselves and they're trying to be a better version of themselves. But my question still remains that, how do you become a better version of yourself if there's no benchmark? If you are the benchmark. Like, for example, yeah, sure, you can be a better version of yourself than yesterday. But how long are you going to be content with small wins? For how long are you going to be content with just overcoming or just doing the bare minimum of what you did or to improve whatever you did that the previous day? I'm not going to lie. I'm a very competitive person. I'm competitive. That is a fact, you know, and I was trying to like engage on this you know, topic with my younger sister about exactly when does competition become unhealthy and when is competition deemed to be fair competition? And is it a competition if the other person or whoever you're competing against is not aware of that? And for me, it's just, I, 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 I rationalized it like this. I'm competitive because it makes me a better version of myself, like any other person. But the intensity of my will to win when the benchmark is like somebody I'm like trying to be like. For example, when I was studying, right? I wanted to be a great student. But you can't be a great student if you are getting average marks. If your yesterday was a 59 and your tomorrow is a 60, that's just really, I think in terms of like going up or achieving the required results in the specified amount of time, which is like semesters, it's going to be really hard for you to get to a 75. And how I viewed it was like, look at somebody who's getting a 75 
and aim for that person and drive to be better than that person. That's what drove me. That's genuinely what drove me. And it's sad that it is frowned upon today to compete with somebody. It's frowned upon because you competing with somebody is perceived as jealousy or is perceived as you not wanting this person to be great. Sure, I can want this person to be great. But at the same time, I want to be great myself. And for this person to remain great doesn't mean I have to not compete or I have to not, not aspire to be that person. Sure, he can continue doing what he was doing and not even acknowledge what I'm doing. But if I need that to drive me, I will do it. Because it can be perceived as a, a win-at-all-cost mentality, which it is. It's not like I'm saying go get into like some sort of crazy competitive match with this person. No, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just advocating for somebody competing to the level and to the intensity that is required to be great. And it goes back to the reference point that I made, that nobody who watches competitive sport watches it for the pure fun of the competitive sport. We watch it because we have somebody we want to win in that specific sport. You know, it could be Lewis Hamilton, it could be LeBron James, it could be Cristiano Ronaldo, it could be Messi. These people don't wake up every single day to say, oh yeah, I'm going to be a better version of themselves. Yeah, you can be a better version of yourself, but if Messi is like getting these Ballon d'Ors, do you think Cristiano Ronaldo is chilling and looking at this nigga's like, well, uh, I'm going to just, you know, focus on me and get better. No, Messi is the benchmark. I have to be better than Messi. And what me being better than Messi requires me to put in the work that Messi's putting in. If I was putting in 10 laps yesterday, Messi's, I found out Messi's putting in 30. Do you think me putting in 11 laps is going to get me, like, get me to where Messi is? Hell no. It's, my God, you're never even denting that thing. You're going to push for Messi level, my man. You're going to try and get to that level. But there is a downside to it. And I agree. Competition like that is unhealthy at times. Competition like that can get you to a point where you are miserable. It can get you to a point where like, you can't appreciate what you are putting out. You know, can make you not basically value your work. And that's the unfortunate part. And I've, I've had the unfortunate, like, uh, I've had the unfortunate opportunity of, like, experiencing that where you don't appreciate what you're doing. Like, you know, somebody would be getting, like, a, an 84 test and you're getting, like, a 76 and you're like, my God, what the fuck? Like, I put in this much work and I did this much work and I'm only getting this. But that's, that's what competition costs. And people, in my opinion don't want to engage in this because they're afraid of disappointment. Most of the time, I think people are afraid of disappointment. People never never even put their name in the raffle, never even you know, put their, their name on the list to be considered for things because I might lose. Yeah, you might lose. Nobody's going to guarantee you this win. Nobody. But you have to be in the race to like, like win. If you're not in the race, why are we even having this conversation? And I need some guidance on this because for me, I, I, I thrive of competition. I thrive of it because it's something that drives me and propels me to be a better version of myself. Like a better version of myself is being excellent at what I do. And sure, sometimes, as I said, it can be toxic, but it's not toxic to the point where I'm like, 
oh my God, I'm not miserable in my entire life. No, it's like, sure, I lost, but I live to fight another day. And I will continue putting those benchmarks to be a better version of myself. Because I'm sorry. Like, we're living really, really, like, like sad lives to the extent that we're not even willing to try. We're not willing to try because we might get our feelings hurt. Our feelings are like feelings have been hurt like from like my God for the longest of times. But now we have to continue to be chilling here and not trying to be the best or whatever. You know? Sure. I mean like right now I can't wake up and say, My God, I wanna be messy. Nah. I'm great at things that I'm, I'm the things that I'm great at and Messi can't even touch me on. But he has found his niche. Then he knows how to compete in that niche and he's the best at that. But now for you to tell me I, I can't compete because me competing will be perceived as, oh my God, this nigga can't just let up. Nah, fuck that, fam. Like, fuck that. I'm sorry. Sorry for the language. But my point is this. And I think I've made several points like this. How do we create an environment that allows for healthy competition? And not competition that is you know, perceived as jealousy or perceived as somebody not wanting somebody to win or perceived as you not wanting somebody to be great at something. No. Like, somebody can be great at something and I can also want to be great at that thing. But doesn't mean I have to, like, compete less just because I have to allow that person to be great at that thing. No. Nobody came to this world with, like, a, a marker of, oh, yeah, this is my field and I'm going to be great at it. Sure, cool, do you, man. But at the end of the day, we all have our pros and cons about how we do things. Uh, and I believe that me competing allows me to thrive and become a better person. So let's talk about like how how bad competition can be for an individual but the person i'm going to use is also like a very controversial figure because people different people have different perception of how this person was so the person in question was a really top athlete like top of his game all-time great like look this man has statues of statues he has brands on brands he has just gang money and he epitomizes what it takes to be the best at what you do and for me i think about it it's like at times and i'm trying to like when i think about it i'm like well if that's what it takes mm, mm, I, i'm not sure if i really want to be part of that um but so yeah michael jordan michael jordan michael jordan is probably arguably the greatest basketball player who has ever lived arguably being the key word and uh, i have a lot of guys who i can think about because i'm not honestly a basketball fan but he's like the person who i really want to talk about arguably because there's a lot of guys who they play the same and were just better people right so as i said let's not take away from michael jordan michael jordan was a great athlete was a great basketball player i'm not going to say great leader because i don't think michael jordan was a great leader um i watched recently watched i think we all have watched uh, the recent episode uh that aired um on 
Netflix, the 10 part documentary about Michael Jordan and everything. And, and I, I was trying to like understand him as a person. And I came to find out that Michael Jordan was a great athlete, but he was a terrible human being. Let that sink in. I think Michael Jordan was a bully. And Michael Jordan did most of the things that he did to drive himself to the top of the game. Weirdly questionable acts by a human being. But Michael Jordan didn't care about feelings. I saw this one clip where Michael Jordan was bullying like his own teammates, making fun of him and all those things. I'm like, these were like derogatory shit that he was talking to. He was basically like everybody was out there to please Michael Jordan. Everybody feared Michael Jordan. If you couldn't compete like at the level that Michael Jordan was working at, you can't be playing with Michael Jordan. And for me, that was a bit unfair. But watch the episode, like watch the series and watch the documentary, and like we can you can engage on this. But if you've watched it, I think as I said, he was a phenomenal sportsman. But as a as a person, nah, now there's weird stories that he made up in his head just so that he could have one over people. Like there's uh, this one where he said. Apparently, he told himself that somebody, he convinced himself that somebody had said something to him so that at the next game that they meet, and it was usually the NBA finals. And you're like, what the fuck? This person legit just told himself this shit to psych themselves up so that they can beat that like person or like have one over them or have a driver to basically be crazy on that game so that I can dominate this person. And for me, it was like, oh my God, if that's really what it takes, I'm sorry. I actually even have like a couple of, I read a couple of articles about like what this person was as a human being. Um, so one of this, one of the, the, the quotes was like, ego of an athlete who controls his brand as forcefully as he manipulated his teammates. Another one was like, uh, the last dance celebrated a win at all cost mentality that inspired an that inspired an awe and pity in equal measure. When the endorphin rush is over, you'd rather not be like Mike. This is true. I think this, this sums it up. The documentary was great, but really, genuinely, after it inspires a lot of awe and pity. And after you... So after you watch the documentary, you will definitely know what I'm talking about. And yeah, a lot of people beg, beg to differ about what, like, where, what they feel about Michael Jordan as being... Look, as I said, I don't take anything away from Michael Jordan as an athlete. But what it required for that, like, for him to get there, yeah, that I pity him more than anything because his relationships were fucked. He was just a fucked up person. And that's what I'm saying. If you being at the top of your game makes you like Mike... I don't think that is worth it, man. So, yeah, if you want to understand what the toxic nature that I'm talking about, watch the documentaries, the, the, the Last Dance by Michael Jordan. But in summary, what I'm trying to get at is this, right? And I think this is what you should take away from this entire thing. So my point is this. It's good to compete against yourself. Like being a better version of yourself is really, really something to aspire to. Like, if you have a bad habit, kicking the habit, 
that's you being better than yourself. You know, if you're trying to get into like an exercise regimen, you are not doing, then you're doing, and that's great. But let's say now you aspire for the one position that a lot of people are vying for. Let's say right now, the president of the Republic of South Africa. You can't go there with a mentality of, I want to be a better version of myself. Nobody, like, what the hell? What do you mean? This is an opportunity that so few, are, like so many are competing for, but so few ever get. And you think you being the better version of yourself is going to get you there? You must reevaluate your life like that. I say, compete if needs be. And in competing, it's not you saying, oh my God, I'm actively competing with you. I'm like, we went to school. How many times were you in class and somebody got a better mark and you got upset? How many times have were you in class and you really wanted to do well on a test and you didn't, somebody did better and you thought you did really great? And were you happy? Yeah, you, you can congratulate the person. Oh my God, you did really well. But my man, you're not happy that you didn't do well. You're not happy that he did one over you. No, nah, because that was what you were vying for. This narrative and this facade and this thing that we tell ourselves that, oh my God, yeah, competition is bad. Competition built this world. If you don't want to accept that. Competition built this world. And competition will always build this world. Innovation is competition. Being the best is competition. If you want to be the best at anything, this mentality won't work out. That's what I'm saying. If you really want to be great at anything, this softy nicety mentality won't cut it. You have to be the tiger that you have to be in order to get what you need to get. You need to be, you need to be exceptional because this mediocrity that we're putting out and we're following and we're lying to ourselves about, it's not gonna cut it in any any world. If you want to start a business. You have to be the best at what you're doing. That's why we call people who are not part of your business and who do the same business the competition. Because that's how the world works. Feelings aside and rationality in front, the world needs competition. The world thrives as a competition. And this rubber glove, hold me nicely, put me down, kind of mentality is not going to get us anywhere and especially as a country like ours we need to get to a point where we accept that self-esteem is important but don't ever complete issues that need just competence competence can never just be you doing like better than you did yesterday competence speaks to you like coming up and showing up to what the benchmark is. When the benchmark is hella high, you can't just be lying to yourself about where the true benchmark is by saying, oh my God, I'm doing better than myself than yesterday. Come on. Come on. If you're a doctor, nobody's going to come to you because, oh my God, you did, you did this operation better than you did the operation the previous time. No, they come to you because you're the best. That's competence. 
If you're a lawyer, they come to you because you win and you know how to argue the law and you're excellent at arguing the law. Nobody's going to go to a lawyer who's like, oh my God, I really did better than that the previous time I lost that case. But I still lost this case, but I did better than last time. Nobody cares. But in that endeavor, don't find yourself losing yourself and being consumed by you trying to be the best. Because people often trample on people, hurt people in the quest for being the best. And if that's the ultimate price to pay, my man, you are going to be a sad person. Or you probably already are. Pursue excellent with all your strength, all your energy. But preserve friendships and make sure that in your pursuit, you are very, very aware of the price that you are going to pay. And if you're willing to pay the price, pay it. Pay it to the fullest. But always remember, competence, always remember, competence will always prevail people want people who can do the job unfortunately and this is a lesson that i've had to learn the hard way but that's a story for another day but today we talk about what it takes and what why we should mislead ourselves we're young people who need to build a country us using gloves to handle our emotions and basically trying to hide behind the veil of what we really need to do only sets us back like 10 more fucking years because america doesn't care about fucking feelings they care about competence and getting the work done and innovating stop feeling sorry for yourself and get to winning and winners can only be winners because they were in the competition that's all i have to say so Hit me up. Let's engage on this topic and let's take it forward. I'm really keen to hear about what all you guys think about it and we can take it from there. But at the, at the, you know, at the same time, I just put forward my point of view. I'm willing to hear what your point of view is. Hit me up on my socials. I deactivate my Twitter account because that place, that, yeah, that place is not a nice place. Hit me up on Facebook. Let's see about Ruben Levelo. And hit me up on Instagram, major underscore ru underscore levelo. And that's about it. <laughs> so, cheers, guys. And um, till next time. <laughs>